Uh, Karen, please record all phone calls between Jack Luna and Kent Chungus, please. Shall I send them a message confirming the recorded transmissions? No, no, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just want to make sure that we're getting the best cell phone service at a competitive rate. I'm just strictly recording for call quality. That's all. Not because you have trust issues. No. They're, they're like sisters to me. I'd, I'd never... Because you have trust issues. No, I don't. I trust you, don't I? Yes. Shall I erase your browser history again, too? Uh, yes. Thanks, Karen. Hello? Hey, he can. Hey, what's up, man? Not much, man. Um, listen, I got something to tell you. It's okay. Uh, yeah. All right, you know, you know the operator, right? Well, you guys yeah. are talking, right? <laughs> yeah, he's been calling me a lot here lately, actually. Yeah, he um, he's been secretly recording you and making a podcast out of it called True Crime Kent. So. So like the things, like the stuff that me and him were saying, like a lot of people have heard that. Yeah, I didn't use yeah. uh, I didn't use any racial slurs, did I? You might have. Uh, are you a racially? Are you a racist? <laughs> no. Sometimes <laughs> okay, so I just, you have nothing to worry about then. I, absolutely. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but you did like you know you talked about rape quite a bit. Yeah, I may have said. I think it came up once or twice. Right. Yeah. Oh, I did say. I said a lot of things about. Oh, so people have heard that. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. they mad? Not yet. Uh, it actually hasn't been released yet. But I, I just wanted to get a hold of you because he's planning on releasing all this stuff. You know, he's planning on making money off of it, and I'm going to take fifty percent. But what I wanted to do was cut you in on it I'll give you half of what I'm getting and uh, we'll we'll just let him do his thing you know how he is man I think he has brain damage or something like that we gotta support him so I get 25% all I gotta do is answer the phone yeah you get 25% of whatever we make all you gotta do is answer the phone and allow it to like have your name on the cover and you know be completely exploited so I've got to let somebody exploit me for 25%. Well, yeah. I yes, mean, I'll do it. That sounds good. <laughs> Listen, man. Here's what I'll do. Okay. I'll give you 50%. I'll, no, give, you every, I'll give you everything he gives me. I will work for a dime over 25. Okay, well, you drive a hard bargain. Hey, did you hear that? Hey, got him. Sorry, I had to t- tell my wife something. Oh, all right. So how you been otherwise, man? Uh, you know, it's been good. We've been uh, doing things that... Uh, are people Is people going to hear this? No. We're not recording right now, are we? No. <laughs> no. Of course not. Just, uh, you know, fishing, hunting, uh, mowed my yard, mm-hmm. reading up on Tansler. Did you... Did you uh, well, I guess he recorded the Tansler thing, yeah. so I guess you're, you caught up on Tansler. 
Yes, yeah, that was recorded, yeah, against your will there as well. See, the thing, the thing with the operator is that, you know, he's always looking to do additional content and make us more money and all this kind of stuff. Um, and he just thinks that, you know, you're, you're pretty entertaining and I really don't understand why he would record you without your knowledge. I really don't get it. Other than maybe he's trying to get like a genuine um, take on anything, you know, out of, out of people. <clears throat> and then the only way he could do it is by recording people against their will. He's trying to like be like the new big thing in podcasting. And unfortunately, I got to remind him every once in a while, like, you know, there are, there are more moral things going on here, right? Maybe even laws that he's breaking in some circumstances. But it's just audio. Just audio, yeah. Yeah, so, I, like, I've dealt with this before. When I was 11, I was in the Boy Scouts, and there was a lot of video involved there and ended up some websites, and then the FBI got involved, but... Um, right. At least this is just audio. Yeah, he's just taking audio from you. And there's not... <laughs> my butthole isn't even going to be involved. Your butthole this, uh, won't... No. No, not unless he comes. Don't let him come to your place. Because okay. he'll probably set up cameras. He's a uh, freak. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just going to go along with this. I'll take 25, and we'll keep it between you and me. Okay. Deal. Okay. Deal. Hey, did you hear about that um, that Ronnie McNutt guy who who killed himself oh, on the live stream? Yeah, the painter. He's a painter? Well, he... he, he in the last end of his life, he was. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing. All right, yeah. Paying the walls. Yeah, yeah. I saw his, uh, his, uh, his his going out party. I didn't see it. I figured you'd seen it. I can't watch stuff like that. Oh, uh, it was a blast. <laughs> right. it, blew, it blew your mind? Yeah, it really blew my mind. Uh, so here's the thing, man, about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So you haven't seen the video, correct? No. I haven't seen okay, the video. Okay, so he's like, if you watch like the, the the couple, I think the video is a little bit over six minutes in, in total. Okay. And and for the first uh, four and a half minutes leading up to the to the shot heard around the world, hmm. um, he's basically, it, it seems seems like um, trying to, the whole, the whole, the whole charades almost seems to me like he's trying to guilt trip his ex-girlfriend who had broken up with him into calling him on the phone and talking to him. Uh, um, so, uh, uh, with all due respect, fun, fuck Ronnie McNutt. I'm of the same, uh, yeah, I'm of the same mind. It's, it should be a private thing, suicide. Yeah. To me, man. Like, yeah. I mean, if you really, it sounds like he did it spur of the moment. Ronnie McNutt. Did it, he, he did it like out of nowhere, right? See, I've only seen I've seen the pictures leading up to it, but I can't bring myself to actually watch it. What what I'm seeing is a guy who's hammered. From what I've read about it, he's not slurring. His, he's not slurring. He's in the video. He's not slurring at all. No, no. He's he could have been shit faced. I don't I don't know. I'm shit faced right now, and you probably can't tell, but uh, I can tell. He okay? Yeah. That you just, you probably just make that assumption at this point, though. Right. Yeah. Unless you call me at like six in the morning, but yeah, he's Even not that. slurring or anything. He, he's mm. he's talking clearly. He's rambling about how he got fired and he's the best manager. Yada yada yada, and then uh, and then he like tells he's like call the whatever police department. He's because he's telling the people on Facebook Live 
and tell them that if her name is Autumn, and I'm not going to say her last name as, as his ex, tell tell them that if Autumn will call me, I'll put the gun down and, and step outside right now. So it kind of seems like there's a little bit of manipulation going on there, mm-hmm. trying to uh, and and honestly, fuck people like that, man. Yeah, yeah, like straight up manipulation. Yeah, <laughs> straight up for sure. Yeah, I saw I watched some of the Instagram videos that he had done in the past, and it's all him giving. Uh, motivational speeches through Instagram that probably nobody gave a shit about that no one Religious asked Religious ones too, right? Yeah, like it's uh, very godly stuff. Uh, God throws a monkey wrench into your tires and you just gotta go change that tire afterwards. He's, he's he, you know, and that's on you. That's you the know what God never threw though? What? A 12 gauge through somebody's fucking forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he did. I wonder what Ronnie McNuck thinks about God now. Yeah, it, it was. He doesn't. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> My. Uh, also, the reaction. The reaction from people on it. Like, if the right person had been there at that time, he needed help. All these people let him down. It's like. How much can you say to a guy? You know, like how 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 can you fix a person who's hell bent on doing it? You, you there's there's no there's no correct amount, there's no combination possible there. If they're going to do it, they're going to do it, and, and 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 if they do it in this way, live on Facebook, it's clearly not just an assault on themselves or an attack on themselves, which a suicide clearly is. It's a it's a self inflicted murder or homicide on yourself. It's an attack on those that they feel that 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 person has felt has wronged them. So he's actually committed a crime, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Uh, suicide is like uh, like Kobe beef. Um, and you got to do that in an, in an intimate setting. Um, yeah. Y- y- uh, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> True. I hear where... I, I'm suicide picking up is, an, now. is an Arby's sandwich. Like, oh, can't. my God. Don't get me started uh, on Arby's. <laughs> this guy was on Facebook Live, and he's also... Uh, he... His mother is is watching. She was watching the stream, as well as all the people that loved him and cared about him. So he intentionally, as far as I'm concerned, scarred and fucked those people up for the rest of their lives on purpose, knowingly. Uh, right. So it's irritating to to hear all, like all the all the outcrying uh, from people like feel like rest in peace, Ronnie McNutt. You know, we care about you, like, at post-mortem. You know, all these, like, fucking uh, effigies and stuff uh, about him. Um, that's irritating. Like, oh, for sure. For sure. And if you're watching, I'm sure you'll eventually probably watch it at some point, but... I don't know about that. The whole time he's talking, his phone is going crazy, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you can hear, like, there are people, like, trying to, like, talk to him, and he keeps ignoring it. Like, he reaches Jerk up and ignores yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just turns it off. Like people are trying to talk to you. You're just really sucking this up. You're really bathing in this. Uh, fuck this, dude. <laughs> he's bathing. So when he when he shot when he shot himself, I hear like like. So this went on TikTok, and I was a little bit worried for my kids seeing it or yeah. whatever. Like they were saying, my kids could see it. So I turned that off for a bit. But like his head. Like, have you ever seen somebody kill themselves, Ken? Have you ever, have you ever seen somebody kill themselves? Have you ever come up on a scene where someone had killed themselves or seen them kill themselves? Oh, have I? You're thinking about it. That's unbelievable. You got a Rolodex of possibilities there? 
I think it would stand out, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think I have, no. Not not kill himself. No. Unless you count, like, uh, like a suicide bomber. Right, because you were... <sighs> You were in the military. How long were you in the military for? Five years. Five years as a Marine, right? Yeah. A machine yeah. gunner? Yeah, infantry. Is that what it's called? I've said it a few times. I sound silly saying machine gunner. Is it just called gunner or machine gunner? No, it's a machine gunner. So the infantry is, is essentially broken up into, into a couple of classes. you got your basic riflemen, which are just your, your default setting for grunt, right? And then you have uh, machine gunners who carry the the heavy guns, belt-fed weapons, and then you got mortarmen who who use mortar tubes. And and whenever I was in, you also had assaultmen who are who are demolition experts, like for explosives. They have mm-hmm. since uh, got rid of the assaultmen MOS. So yeah, so there is a, a, a subcategory for for some infantrymen, and I fell into one of those subcategories as a machine so th- gunner. The reason I kind of bring it up is well, he was he was in the military. As well, yes, army, army, yes. Okay. And it seems like people are pointing to that with this suicide. Like you know, he had some PTSD. And and man, they fucking some... always do that when a vet does something stupid, and we're right. always doing something stupid. They yeah. all, that's the first thing they do. They they blame it. Well, he was in, you know, he did three tours in Idaho. Right, so. right, right. <laughs> no, no. They, well, they they look they look for a reason and they point to like the most uh, standoutish thing in, in their past, right? Like I'm sure if I killed myself, they would look back to like maybe drug addiction when I was like 20. Oh and, yeah, and, yeah. It, and it's something. It, it often is just something that happens in the spur of the moment. Especially with this case, it seems to have happened just like he decided he it was a it was a long term solution for a short term problem. Yeah, it was like a blip. I've never heard in that it. before. <laughs> it was like a blip in his mind, right? Yeah, yeah, and just yeah. Kept blammo and people are watching whatever. it's funny how they're blaming Facebook and they're blaming everything else it's like dude sometimes bad shit happens and it just happens because it's bad like it's not there's no real rhyme or reason for it he just you ever like stub your toe I didn't mean to stub my toe but he he, he like well that's a bad example I apologize ah. but like he, he I don't think that he meant to pull that trigger Oh, you saw it. Oh, you saw bro, it. Oh, he meant it. He did? He meant it? It was I've aggressive? I've never seen somebody so sure about doing something. <laughs> okay. Can you explain to me? I want to get back to your military stuff in a second, but can you please? Okay. So he's he's talking. I, eventually, he's, he's bitch whining and complaining to everybody. Nobody was As there. As usual. Yeah, exactly. Nobody was there. Like, he, he has to make his public his public display before he offs himself and fucks everybody up that sees this thing and god knows how many children at this point that ran across it on tiktok right Right. but um and then he goes on about you know contact the whatever county sheriff's department let them know that if autumn will contact me which was his ex-girlfriend uh i'll i'll put the gun down and walk outside right now and then finally the phone rings after a minute and i i can only assume it's her Right, but she says something. They're on the phone for like three seconds, dude. And the whole time, it took me. <laughs> the it, I need. I cannot stress this enough. The first time I seen this video, I didn't know what it was. I didn't right. know what was going on. Now I I'll seen, see. You're one of those kids. You're I one see. Of those yeah, kids. they got me, dude. They really got the old. I was like egg on my face. You <laughs> got me. <laughs> but it was worth it. I was. I, I text my brother back. I said, "You old whipple whippersnapper. You <laughs> <Yeah>. got me." 
<laughs> right. And then you were like, that's just like stubbing my toe. Uh, right? I was laughing. I showed my five-year-old. Um, yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I didn't do that. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but the whole time he's talking, the first time I saw it, I see this, what I thought was like a stick. There's a Dungeons and Dragons poster behind him on the wall, so I'm thinking maybe it's a wand or a staff, a bow staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not putting two and two together because I don't know what kind of video I'm watching. Sure. You know, for all I know, this guy's getting ready to go cut a piece of wood up and get some blue resin and make a a, a fucking coffee table, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a tabletop. Like I don't know what kind of video I'm watching yet. But he talks to her on the phone. He talks to this chick on the phone for a second. I don't, we don't know what words were exchanged. We just know he goes, oh, okay, so that's how it's going to be. And I guess it kind of sounds like the teacher from Charlie Brown. like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, okay, so that's how it's going to be. And then I'll, I'll reenact it for you. Sure. He's like, right here, he's got his phone. Don't he's like, oh, so that's how it's going it. to be. He throws the phone down. Dude, he doesn't even think twice. I, I'm, I do respect this part because it was very noble. How little of a fuck he gave. Decisive. He takes, let's say this is the barrel, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that's how it's going to be. He throws the phone. He looks at the camera. He goes, guess that's it, guys. And then just puts the fucking barrel right. Oh. Dude, looks at the camera. Barrel goes right underneath the chin, and he pulls it and fucking turns himself into a predator. Like, <laughs> you know, You know how predator's mouth opens up? Oh, yeah. So that's essentially what his entire head did. It Holy just, shit. It blows everything, the chin, the nose, the eyes, and the top. It just makes a giant hole in the center of his head, and then you've got two big skin flaps. Wow. So they just blow back like this, and his flaps are waving at the camera for a second. Yeah. And then they fall forward, and it's hollow now, so they just kind of slump over onto his chest. Damn. And then, but what's worst is... <laughs> He, he doesn't like he doesn't have the Lord the Lord You're laughing the so Lord much. didn't show him enough respect to take him off camera you know right. so he's still live streaming but he doesn't I think in his head he's like well if I blow this off I'll at least fall off the chair but he just kind of goes blap right and, and then he just falls forward the, he slumps over to the side a little bit like this so the way you're looking at me actually right now mm-hmm. is exactly how he is in the video but his flaps are still there Oh and my god! Can, and then you can start hearing this like dripping noise, oh. and it drips for like there's so much blood. Can you see and, his spine? No, it's just a. It looks like uh, spaghetti sitting on his neck, like a plate of spaghetti. Cool, that's a good description. <laughs> but the best right. part, dude, the best part. I would say the climax. The best part, okay, yeah. Is okay. he's got this little chihuahua, mm. and the chihuahua walks in from the living room. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for dinner, I guess. The chihuahua walks in from the living room for a second, right? Kind of surveys the scene, and it's like, huh? And then it turns around and walks back into the living room. <laughs> yeah, this is none of my business. <laughs> he finally fucking did it. Uh, so, like twenty seconds later, the cops bust through the door, and my and then my favorite my favorite part in that in that. Uh, and that act, Act Three, right, um, yeah. was the second cop that comes into the into the apartment. And he goes, "God damn!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I gotta see it. I'll, I'll probably watch it tonight. This is a comedy. I thought uh, it was a tragedy. Could have been. Could have been written by Martin Lawrence. Well, <laughs> yeah. See, 
The joke yeah. bird of our generation, many people say. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Lawrence. The thing the thing with that, man, again, is, is like... Do, do it privately. For me, the, the, the way that I would do it is I would go out into the woods with a tarp, and I put the tarp over my head, and I call 911, and I say, this is my location. And they try to talk me out of it, and I just hang the phone up, and then I blow my head off. And then they come and they find me, and they can just wrap me up in the tarp and carry me away. And the reason I would do it is if I was sick, like uh, physically sick, if I was going to be dying of cancer. I, this is the way I picture it. Um, and I knew that I was going to become a burden on everybody around me. My, my grandfather, excuse me, my grandfather, I don't know if I told you this, Kent. He's not my biological grandfather. My mom was uh, adopted. He killed himself in this exact same way as McNutt. And uh, she found him. And he had Parkinson's, um, and he borrowed a uh, gun from the next door neighbor or something like that, and did that. But the re- that's that's why he did it. And I always, I always, all through my life after hearing that, I always like respected that. Yeah. And I and I've always had this attitude about suicide where where it's like people call it cowardly and and all that. It's like it takes a lot of balls to kill yourself. Oh, for sure. It does. I don't but, have the balls. Neither do I. But I also don't have the right reason to do it either right now right so I, I don't know what the future holds for me <laughs> but but I hope like Bill Burr says that he's like I hope one day I got the balls yeah when he's talking uh, about homeboy that jumps from the helicopter yeah, yeah. yeah. God, yeah. Bless him. God bless him God bless <laughs> him he hits the fucking water and he's still alive five seconds four seconds oh so much pain yeah this is so much worse <laughs> what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> like in the water every bone broken in his body he's doing this yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah I just I don't know man I think it should be more private I think it should be it should be for like a better reason than, than trying to get back at people and, and showing hey uh, I'm a serious I, I think that a lot of these people who kill themselves similar to maybe Ronnie McNutt it's, and there's not a lot a lot of people that you could compare to him um and this might actually start a trend. What's what's happened here? Uh, copycats, I think, is that um, they don't have responsibilities. Like he, this guy was in his thirties, right? Yeah, thirty-three, I believe. He didn't have any kids. No, right. So I mean, for you're a family man, myself, oh. myself as well, right? So like, you, we think about our kids. Like, I, I don't give a fuck about myself. Honestly, no, man, no. I really don't. That's why the I was in the Marine Corps in the first place. <laughs> That's right. There you go. I want, I want to talk more about that. The, the, the Yeah, exactly. I, I don't either. I've put myself in many bad situations. I really don't. But what I do care about, and I think about it constantly, is not being there for my kids. Is, is for them having to like go on in life and knowing that their dad fucked up and he did too many drugs or he smoked too much and, and you know he, he, he fucked up. And now he's not here, and and they kind of will have some resentment towards me post mortem, and also they'll miss out on having a father. That's the main thing, right? That's the biggest thing, right there. Yeah. So he doesn't have a guy like that doesn't have any of these things, and probably part of the reason, and this is pretty harsh, is is that he was too self absorbed in the first place. And I think a lot of self absorbed people get too much in their head. And they get too much in their head to the point where they blow their fucking head off because they can't stand themselves anymore. I, I don't know if that was the case for him, um, but when when I heard all the backstory on him and I watched his Instagram videos about talking about like all this fucking empty platitudes and shit, I was like, "Well, good for you, McNutt. Mission accomplished. You finally fucking actually did something." 
Have you ever heard of a suicide or or known somebody that committed suicide and you feel like it's really less about them wanting to be dead and more about them wanting to feel guilty, wanting somebody to feel yeah. guilty for them being dead? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Which That's is, what it feels like this was. That yeah, is. Yeah, it's yeah. completely in that category. It is actually the example now that, uh, of that style of suicide. Here's a suicide that I respect. Robin Williams? Oh, for sure. Sh- I love Robin Williams, man, and the way he did it. What a champ. Champ. And yeah. also Anthony Bourdain. Quiet. No mess. Bourdain, too. Oh, and, Bourdain. Class you act. Know, class act. Top top shelf <laughs> suicide. <laughs> for sure. I'm laughing, but I mean it. I mean, <laughs> so do I. I, mean, I can get behind that. That's a good you know? suicide. That's, that's a fucking... <laughs> come on, man. You, you go quietly and you just fucking make it out. You don't write no note, nothing. Um... Chester I would Bennington. leave a note. I would leave a note. You'd leave a note. I'd leave a note. Oh, for sure, because you don't want them guessing. Of course, like, you don't want, I, I don't want my I don't want my family being like that. I do something wrong. Like, listen, you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, uh, you're right. There's nothing that you could have said or done that would have stopped me from doing this. Uh, I'm just checking out, bro. Like, yeah, I've, <laughs> yeah I'm I done. I'm done. It's about, yeah, it's about you don't know the pain I'm going through. It's just me. I'm actually doing this because I want to spare you guys of having to deal. Uh, uh, to, you know, deal with me going exactly. through whatever it is that I'm going through. I, I can get behind that, and and not also what what I'm trying to say and what you're saying too. It sounds like I said not all suicides are created equal, and and but but the general public people seem to treat them all the same. Yeah. They're, 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 yeah, yeah, it's a mental health issue. We need to do more. Facebook needs to do something. Fucking. We we need to like all get together and listen to people when when uh, they're saying that they're going through something. This guy did nothing but talk about how much he was going through something. It's like Boy and, Cried Wolf to me. And, and, he, and, and I he, don't know how you feel, but as a human being, as a human being, if that's all somebody talks about at some point, you've got to get away from that yourself because it's toxic, man. Like, yeah. fuck. I know, bro. You want to kill it? Like, like, we've been talking about this for three years. Like, yeah, man. I'm trying like, to eat a fucking, like, uh, a bowl of ice cream here. and <laughs> <laughs> right? Why don't you turn your fucking head into a bowl of ice cream? I'm watching right. the Flintstones and like trying to enjoy my Sunday, and you're like, oh, "Life is pain." Yeah. I'm a hot topic. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. So in the military, right? Oh, I want to tell you something real quick here, Kent. Before we get off the phone, too. This is a great conversation. It's really uh, cathartic for me because everybody I talk to about this type of stuff, they're always like, "Oh, that's harsh." Or, "Oh, yeah, well, come you can't on, say the stuff." He was going through a lot, you know? You can't say this stuff yeah. publicly. We're all going through a lot. Yeah, we're all going through a lot. We are. Um, for for me, a friend of mine uh, committed suicide about, I don't know, I think it was like six years ago. And we talk all the time. And he went off his medication. And one day he just slid his wrist in a bathtub when no one was home. And uh, he died. And he attempted before. But the, the disturbing part of this one for me was that they found him by the front door which oh in, yeah yeah which means that he tried to go get help he 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 thought twice about that it is, you know well you know they say that that every suicide jumper like people yes. that choose to jump mm-hmm. uh, the ones that have survived every single then this not might not be true but I've read that every single one of them has been like I wish I hadn't done this right before they hit yes you know a, yeah. a dumpster yeah. or whatever 
<laughs> just fuck, bang a lang up a dumpster. Labrador retriever, whatever they land on. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an old lady checking her Gmail. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, yeah. I heard that too. Ronnie McNutt, I think he probably meant it. I mean, all the way through. Who knows? Oh, Who knows he didn't thought? have a second thought. There wasn't. There wasn't room. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there wasn't room there for a second thought. <laughs> I'm gonna have to believe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. No, but it's you're, wild. You're, your your military career. So, have you had friends who who have had committed suicide coming oh, in many, the military? Oh, many, 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 many. Uh, not not actually. One of my buddies from boot camp uh, just a few months ago. Uh, killed himself and he actually did it in the exact same way that you said you would do it he went out in the woods like way back in the woods dude way back in the woods and uh just sat down on a on a log and shot himself in the head and was declared missing for several weeks until uh finally from what i've been told until finally uh somebody found like another hunter found him way out there right uh so he just went out like a quiet like a champ out there in the in the quietness of the woods yeah. alone and he was a good dude but that's one of uh, I, we've had so many suicides from my unit but so do you think this Roddy McDuck guy like we've already kind of touched on it but do, do you feel from seeing the video that that had anything to do with with his um, experience in, in the military maybe it did ment- mental illness wise right <laughs> So it's important to note that um, when somebody's in the military, like 1% of, of the entirety of our military is infantry, right? So, and, and, and if you're not in the infantry, the chances of you seeing combat are, are almost zero. Right. Like, so it would depend greatly on what his MOS was, which means military occupational specialty, which is what his job was in the military. Now, if he was infantry, he saw combat. Maybe, but honestly, man, to me, and I'm not a psychiatrist. Uh, you never know what what's going through somebody's head, and, and it is important to note that 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 PTSD and suicide are very serious issues with military service members. Mm-hmm. But in, in in this in this case, just me going off my limited knowledge of psychology and my stupid ass limited knowledge of of literally everything, mm-hmm. it looks to me like one of those cases. Of of revenge suicide, yes, like oh you you broke up with me, I'll fucking scar you for the rest of your life and check out you know right. like right now that's not to say that, it, that 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 he didn't have demons yeah but to me yeah. and I don't know what was going on in his head but to me it, it does that, that 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 doesn't seem what it is yeah it seems almost unfair to chalk it up to like whatever happened to him in the military it, it, it seems like really oversimplifying and just kind of making it a way to for people to it, it, it seems like a way to make his suicide feel more honorable yes and I think that's what people reach for when these kind of things happen is that they <clears throat> they want to feel sorry for that person and, and I love all these like R.I.P. messages and stuff like post-mortem like he can hear them yeah. on the other side right he don't like, even have ears <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> right they're literally on the fucking dining room table. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, man. Hey, have you ever thought about committing suicide, Ken? Oh, uh, every day. Yeah, me too, buddy. <laughs> me too. 
Me too. Actually, honest, to be honest with you, I, I, I don't think I've ever had a really clear thought that I wanted to kill myself. I think I, I was starting to step that way in certain times where, like, my mindset, I could feel me, myself slipping that way, like, where I was contemplating it. When I was a kid, I was afraid of death. I think, like, we all are. But there were certain things that happened to me, like in my twenties, where I, there that 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 seed was about to start growing. I could feel it, and I squashed it as soon as I possibly could. The seed changed. is scary. Yeah, it, that's yeah. the scariest part. I think. I think the closest on my second deployment. It was like the fifth day of my second deployment. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had this overwhelming feeling of like sadness and and uh, like dread come over me and our first deployment was rough it was it was real bad it was real bad we lost we lost guys it was bad okay um and i i thought i don't fuck i don't want to do this again like i I don't want to go through all this again and you know with my first deployment i I wasn't in charge of anybody i didn't have anybody underneath me i was just a a pfc i was just a little shit on like if i get it the only the only person that I can be responsible for the death of is me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, we're rolling into the second deployment. Um, I'm a corporal. Uh, I've got guys underneath me, guys that I'm responsible for. And I just feel like this overwhelming sense of like, dread. And like, oh God, here we go again. You know, like... Because in my head, I had been like, oh, this is going to be just like the first one, and I don't want to go through all that again. Yeah, and so one night I I took my rifle. I went condition condition one, which means there's a round in the chamber. It's off safety, mm-hmm. and I walked. Out, it was like two in the morning. I walked out of our little tent where we were sleeping, and went and sat underneath the post. And I probably sat there for for two or three hours, just gingerly stroking that M16. I'm gonna eat this fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) You were seriously, you were seriously thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I had went out there to do it. Wow. Um, and and then I I just pussied out. Yeah, but you know who isn't a pussy? Fucking Ronnie McNutt. Ronnie McNutt. Shout out. (laughs) He didn't even. He didn't even. He didn't need two hours. (laughs) Six minutes. That's how much. He made phone calls. I think he ordered a pizza at one point. (laughs) (laughs) Say what you want. He went for it. So in that deployment that where you're out there stroking your M16 and thinking about eating, um, so guys had died underneath your 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 command on the first deployment. Sorry, on the first deployment, you were you weren't in that situation though. My first deployment, I wasn't in a in a position of of superior uh, of. I wasn't. I was low rank, and I was a PFC. I was just a machine gunner, run of the mill machine gunner, piss on, I, I, sir. You know, right? Yes, corporal. Yes, sergeant. Nobody. But um, in the second, I, you you had guys underneath you. On the second deployment, I had moved up in rank and billet. And did guys and I had guys that I was responsible for? And did guys die underneath that? No, in that thank situation? God. Okay. Thank God, I didn't lose any guys. No. Right. Um, now that second deployment was a was a cakewalk compared compared to the first one. Where were you? you? So you were you were in uh, Vietnam. Marja, the first the first deployment of Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> Afghanistan uh, or something? Afghanistan, <clears throat> both times. Yeah, uh, first one was in Marja, which is like the uh, they call it for a long time. They called it the Hornet's Nest because mm-hmm. that was like the the hot spot. 
uh, and that was where the first deployment was, and that was where the bad one was. And then the second deployment, we did a lot of like uh, kilo raids and stuff. Uh, so we were kind of all up in Kandahar, Marja, um, all over the Helmand province. And yeah. uh, we got to see more of the mountains and stuff on the right. second deployment. But uh, did you guys did you guys feel like <clears throat> like you pro- did you feel proud about those missions or did you feel kind of confused as to why you were there? Or did you feel like you were just So this is doing something that I've always been I've, I've I've always wanted to talk about in a uh in a, it's something, and I can't speak for everybody, but for me personally, the second you your boots are in the sand, yeah, it's no longer about patriotism and America and all that nationalism, nationalism, you know, all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's just about. I know this guy that, that I'm that, that I've lived with these guys, I've shit with these guys, I've ate with these guys, I've showered with these guys, mm-hmm. uh, and I love these guys, and. Yeah. It, and it doesn't matter about oil, whatever people say, oil, 911, yeah. any of that shit. None of that matters. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So at that point, when you're actually over there, it becomes more about I don't want anything to happen to this guy, yeah. and I don't want to. Ha- I don't want anything to happen to me. So I you're understand. fighting. You're fighting for. A, you're fighting in a much smaller. Uh, you kind of get tunnel vision. I understand. I guess. Did you feel? I guess what my my secondary question to that would be is this: like you know, we you hear about like back in the past, like 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 country fighting against country or or sections fighting against sections because they're about to overtake you, yeah, and yeah, rape yeah, your yeah. women and children, yeah. like say you know the Germans and coming into Poland or whatever the fuck. Did you ever feel almost like kind of cheated for not being able to feel like really connected to the war that you're fighting? Like it's not happening on your home turf. You're not actually trying to protect something coming in and marauding in to get your shit. You're kind of fighting in, in, a, in a situation that you don't entirely understand. They only... I don't ever want to have to fight a war on, on, on American soil. Of course not. Uh, but I think... The only way I felt cheated, I guess, is that we weren't fighting a uniformed military. Right. We were fighting dudes. And the and the and the and a huge benefit that dudes have is they just blend in with other dudes. Right. So <laughs> you never know who the bad guy is. You never know who So a big issue that we would have is is you would talk to a farmer you know, hey, you seen any Taliban out here? No, I'm just fucking jerking this donkey off. Fuck off. <laughs> like, whatever they're doing, you know, putting lipstick yeah. on little boys and raping them or whatever. And okay, there we go. <laughs> now we're getting the good stuff. I know that sounds stuff. like a generalization, and <laughs> I probably just upset a lot of people, and this is the uh, part. No, no, I, I did it. Um, I've seen I, a I, lot of child... Uh, sex shit going on over weird there? Stu- weird stuff. It's it's uh, and it could have just been in the part we were in a real shithole. Marja is a real shithole, but yeah. there was a lot. Um, pedophilia seems to be. Well, that's popular. not the war you were there to fight, though, right? That would be no, a secondary yeah, we, thing. And it was against our, we, we it wasn't our thing. You know, we're the Marines. We're not the cops. Yeah, so that's not our. We're here to kill Taliban. We're not here to stop pedophilia. Did you did you feel did you feel like an invader? No, because 
I'm not saying you were. I'm just saying is no, that, no, the, is I that know. the feeling? I know. Yeah. I know what you, I know what your politics are. I know. I know. Thank you. Um, I, sh- I, I want to say at this point, I love America. I love my country. Uh, I have no regrets for anything, but I don't know, man. That's a good question. I had never really thought about it. Um, maybe to a certain extent, but there was also a lot of a lot of the local population loved us. Okay. Like, yeah, we had established relationships with with people and people that, hey, buddy, you yeah. know, they would give us stuff when we came by, right? And, and they loved us. And then there, it's just, uh, it's like how you go into a into a shitty part of America, and there's certain people that hate the police, and there's certain people that love the police. Right. It really just depended on what side of the coin that, yeah. that they were on. Because right. we were also, it's important to note, we were building schools. Right. And, and not us personally, but engineers, you know, marine engineers, schools and, and, ho- and hospitals and, and establishing highways, like roads and, gotcha. and, and stuff for them. So we were really upping the infrastru- infrastructure uh, of that country. So I got gotcha. you. That's good. I got one more question for you. I'll keep on asking them for you, though, but I might be making you uncomfortable. But we're, we're friends, so I'll keep on coming at you a little bit here. And you, you tell me when you say uncle. Okay. The, 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 the thing, do you feel like at the end of it, like, I think if I was in war, if I could choose a war to have been a part of it, probably would have been World War Two. Because there was like a real big bad guy out there. <laughs> Is that right, your favorite war? <laughs> That's my favorite one. That's the one to be a part of. That's a big one. Yeah. It's a lot of people's favorites. <laughs> I agree. But like, I agree. Right? I agree. You, you agree? Okay. One, ma- one million percent. I would love to have been able to kill a bunch of Nazis. That would have right. been. But you but also call Nazis and... not like what Antifa considers to be Nazis. It was <laughs> okay. just everybody. <laughs> right. right. Yes, I hear you. <laughs> But at least those guys got to come back, and they were heralded as heroes, right? And they all came back at the same time, and the war was over. Yeah. And not at least. I mean, it's incredible that that was what their experience Booming was. Booming economy. Yeah. Well, they were, and they were rewarded for all the all everything they they they, and they were they appreciated. And then, yes, and like you just said, the economy boosted afterwards in America, and they saw the fruits of their labor come into play and all that. Um, I feel, I, I hate to say it, but I I, I kind of feel sorry for the guys who were in Vietnam, right? Who, oh who went, yeah. They came back. People were spitting on them and stuff. And and, and for you, um, I'm curious as to like, did you feel like nobody? See, I feel like nobody really knew what you guys were doing out there and what no. your purpose really was. And when you came back, they didn't even care that you came back. Like it was just they a didn't. constant stream, right? <laughs> there was no party when you came back, right? No, nobody gave a fuck, dude. <laughs> And so I would have to say that, like, the war that you had to go fight is probably the most, like, you got the least congratulations. At least in, in the Vietnam War, they recognized they'd gone somewhere. The worst part is coming back from that shithole, though. And, you know, you. So I had this issue where after going through, I got out as an NCO, I had a lot of guys underneath me. Um, I had I'd had my eyeballs hazed out, you know, and I had done a lot yeah. of hazing, yeah, and been through a lot of a lot of unpleasant situations, and and then I got out, and I, I just kind of like the way that they they use you up, and they they spit. It's a machine, yeah. you know, so you just kind of get spit 
out in, yeah. out into the world and with no real direction or anything like good luck don't kill somebody <laughs> you <know? laughs> you're right yeah yeah and and the only like from knowing you for as long as I've known you now the only real benefit that I see or that 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 you've expressed to me that you get and and it's and it's ridiculous to me is like well I go to the VA and they give me my pills yeah right? dude I, I eat pills dude I that's my favorite meal <laughs> I have a big handful of pills I take twice a day and it's just oh I'm, my uh, mouth's watering right now I'm thinking about them <laughs> oh man it's so yeah, big it's, you got, I've got it there's so many I've got to eat them with a with a fork and a knife oh my like god Sometimes I use condiments. Oh <laughs> uh, well, it was an enlightening conversation. Not not in any way that, that you know. In the the best conversations that I have are, are with people like you, Ken. Honestly, um, well, I have never had the type of conversations that you and I have with anybody else. But what I've learned is that people want everything to be tied up in a nice, tidy little bow and for it to make sense and that's when it yeah. comes to like the running McNutt case like they want it to be someone to blame and it wasn't yep. his fault right and obviously he's a victim here somehow whatever and it's never like that tidy same as like your your military experience there's nothing tidy about this but they'll throw a big friggin American flag and put it at half mass for certain things and, and whatever and, and make like this prideful situation happen so that you can feel proud of yourself or whatever but the reality the reality is that it's just a mess sometimes life's, life's a bit of a mess and 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 personally it's that way with your relationships with people you deal with it's, it never ends up quite the perfect and it doesn't end up perfect when it comes to larger scale things like your 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 military experience or the death of Ronnie McNutt definitely not not, the, not not that's not tied up in a neat little bow but i mean i think it's important for people to accept that accept that it doesn't have to ha- make sense that everything almost everything falls into a gray area yeah, almost everything. Almost everything. Mm-hmm. And people it, want it to be uh, black or white, or to, and especially in twenty twenty, uh, blue or red. Yes, yes. And if we get more into that gray matter, and that's what Roddy McNutt was trying to teach us by blowing that gray matter out of his head. That yeah, we need, to, we need to focus on that more. You know, what dude. I, mean? I was I was waiting for that Chihuahua to start eating because it was so close to a piece. Like <laughs> <laughs> he was too polite, though. <laughs> you little son of a bitch, you're gonna do it, ain't you? He didn't. <laughs> That's the real. But yeah, hero. sorry, I got a side Nothing, nothing is is as simple as we live in a time of oversimplification. Yeah. Uh, where we just want to, like you said, throw a little bow on everything. Well, this is just sad, and that's what it is. Poor yeah. him. Yeah. No, fuck him. Like, yeah. no, fuck that guy. Right. Well, fuck that guy for sure. And 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 in the same time, if you want to continue talking about it, whatever, we could we could work it out. We could figure out what what lessons this teaches people, and 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 what we could look for, and and whatever else. But we could also look at, hey, some people are just fucking selfish pricks, and yeah. fuck them. And and that's lessen the blow on everybody else's psyche by just by just um, recognizing that some people are just dicks, and some people end up just doing something horrendous and that, that's all there is to it like I mean he just fucking did it Look, that's it there's no moral to the story Buddy blew his fucking head off on a live stream because he was being selfish and he wanted everyone to feel the pain that he was feeling or to express his pain in a really heinous way and it was an attack on other people you know and, that's and, exactly what it was he wasn't taking his own life 
he was intentionally trying to ruin others. Right. That that that, that and he that was the only way he could he could hurt other people. So then was, I think maybe the, yes, and I think the moral to the story for me at least and probably you as well is like that's not suck everybody's dick. You know, when it comes to the, them them being in a, in a situation that that ends really poorly, like that's that's not feel sorry for. Everybody. See, I, I've had people in my life and, and people around me and people I've worked with. I worked in like homeless shelters and stuff, and it's like okay, so you, you see a homeless person on the street, and people who have never been around shitty people will will constantly say to you, "Well, you got to you know throw him a nickel, or you, you you know you don't know what he's been through. Every you you, you got to walk a mile in his shoes." And I know from being around those guys, and we're just going to talk about homelessness, that the majority of them, besides, so they'll say mental illness, all this kind of stuff. A lot of people are mentally ill, though, okay? Most of these guys have used up everybody in their lives, yep. and the last person to use up isn't there, so they use up society. And they get the welfare check, and they use the hostels, and they go to St. Vincent's Kitchen and all this shit. They've just used up everybody in their lives, and no one wants to deal with them anymore. So that's, but that's it. People want to have this conversation about how do we remedy this? Oh, I don't know. Give them a new fucking brain and soul. <laughs> There's just not a fix for <laughs> some things. <laughs> That's it. The end. Like the end. <laughs> he'll die eventually. <laughs> yes. Don't worry about it. Behind there'll be a, another guy. The Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fix. And, and, the, and end. Every, the end. How do we fix homelessness in our own country? I don't know. You got to fucking slap them up and go be their parents and, yeah. and give them a better, like, start? I don't know. Like, rewire their brains. So, yeah, moral of the story for me is that it just keeps on keeping on, man. People just are going to be people. Shitty, shitty things are going to happen. And uh, try to be honest about the way that you receive that information rather than trying to paint it all with the same brush because you keep on painting everything with the same brush. You're going to miss out on people that can actually uh, receive your help and waste your time too much on people that are never going to accept it. And it, and it's important to note that I do feel genuine sorrow and sadness for the family of this man. Yeah, and, and you do too. Me too. I'm, I'm, the mother, the the people that loved him, the people that had to see that happen on Facebook Live that were watching, his friends, his family, the people. I feel I'm so sorry that they had to witness that. Yeah. Me too. But, They're the victims. But he can, like, if he could regenerate, I'd say go ahead and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you nailed it the first time. Why'd you even regenerate, man? That was perfect. <laughs> All right, Ken, always good talking to you. I'll give, I'll give you a call next month, man. We'll talk about something else. This is horrible. You too, brother. All right, man. Love you, man. Love you too.